Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rod by Boyd Podcast. Jeff, thank you for showing up today. Jeff Allison in the house tonight. Yep. With Steve Guerrero. Steve non-car guy Guerrero. Yeah, so thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah, no, we appreciate you coming down, yeah, man. Yeah, we're excited, man. There's another uh, episode of this podcast. Dude, uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation that we're going to have here tonight, man. Thank you for coming. So, Jeff, what are you doing now? Uh, right now I'm working, <clears throat> excuse me, right now I'm working with, uh, with Jimmy Shine. Um, I've been working there. I've actually been working with Jimmy for uh, probably about four years. And now we're actually working at the shop. So nice. Got my yeah. office there, and good old Orange, right? Good old fellow Orange, fellow orange uh, residents here. I love Orange. Yeah, yeah, it's a great town, man. It really, it is. really, it yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, it's there's a, just a lot of car stuff going on right now. You know? There is. This seems to be kind of one of the hubs. All the all the hot rod jimmies are in Orange, right? Well, all the hot rod. Well, hot rods are, are one of a kind cars, and I think Orange is a one of a kind city. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I love it's, it's like going through a time period, uh, like, oh, like a time hop, time warp. Period, yeah, it's so know? it's so awesome. I, yeah, you know what? I don't go down to the circle as much now, but I mean, it's just awesome that yeah. it's like what three minute walk, and we're right there where yeah. all the restaurants. And, are and, and for those of you listening, like way outside of California, uh, the Orange Circle. If you've ever seen that movie, that thing you do, it was filmed here in the Orange Circle. It's got that nostalgia. There's still some antique shops. There's a record shop. There's plenty of. Awesome restaurants. It, it, it's good barbecue. Good barbecue. Yeah, it, it, good it's, beer. Yeah, pizza. It, it's, it's a great place to to raise your family to to you know grow old. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. I mean, it's it's been a hot rod town for a long time, but it's just there's so so much going on right now. But you know, um, so what do you what are you working on with Jimmy? Um, well, with Jimmy, I'm basically working on uh, kind of their marketing. I'm kind of trying to. For lack of a better term, I'm trying to kind of reduce the amount of. Uh, I'm trying to change Jimmy's image a little bit. Yeah, you know, take a little bit, a little bit less Jesse James. Yeah, a little bit more Roy Brizio. Yeah, there you go. You know, because uh, I mean, Jimmy's kind of great guy and everything else, but some, you know, some people they don't quite understand him. They, they, you know, they get the wrong impression. No, I can understand that. Because sure. and that's that's kind of the byproduct of of his days at SoCal. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of the way he was promoted when he was yeah. at, at SoCal. Yeah, no, I mean, I've always I've always liked his style and his stuff, you know. Um, so, you're, you know, we've we've dealt with each other over the years. I don't think we've hung out as much, and I think this is kind of cool, you know. I really love those pop-ups, dude. Those Thank you. Things. That's kind of like you got your little niche there on that deal. And <laughs> that's do. pretty cool. Yeah, well, uh, so explain the pop-ups because, you know, so basically, you can't just mention the pop-ups. Well, you, you know, uh, basically uh, – Basically, Jeff designs these, you know, does his artwork of whatever car you want and does it into a little, uh, you know, and but most of them are what, eight and a half by 11, right? Roughly like 124th scale. Yeah. That's how it, I like to put so, it. But, but yeah. basically, the way I, we printed them out was just on regular, yeah. regular paper, cardstock, and then, you know, you cut, he, he does it to where he, I mean, there's some engineering involved with that, right? That's it's like, like a are ring. you like an origami? I'm, kind of, I'm more like the Rain Man, but without <laughs> really? any of the math skills. It, well, dude, it, it's it kind of like engineering design, though, too, because to fit all those little like the, oh, the cuts and curves. Well, yeah. And you do have, I mean, he's got different levels, right? Like that Boydster was totally bitching, but that was kind of like cutout level, like ten, I think. That was like cut, nine, yeah. nine to ten. The pickup, well, the pickup was maybe cutout level five. Yeah, the Boydster was cutout level dude, ten. The Boydster. <laughs> 
I remember you did those before we went to the Portland Roadster show, mm-hmm. and I I printed some out at a, like a FedEx office, and we sat, uh, uh, me and my buddy Abe, we sat in in some bar drinking some beer, and I just go no, I bought some, I bought an exacto knife and some scissors, mm-hmm. and we I cut that thing out and made a big mess on the table, dude, like <laughs> That's big <awesome>. mess, <laughs> and I go no, I'm gonna, and I, I had some tape because I knew I was gonna have to use some tape, and the first one wasn't so good, but. After that, I, at the show, I did another one. And, and once and you figure out. out how to fold yeah, them and stuff, no, they're, 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 they fold that, pretty They're cool. totally bitching, man. Right. I mean, you know, and if you spend the money and you do the, the volume and get die cut to where it's yeah. already cut out for you. you well, know? you've seen the ones I do for Galpin, right? Yeah, those are bitching. Yeah, because those I, ones I, already come cut out. I got a couple, I think, at, uh, I forget where they were at. I think they might have been at, at Del Mar. Good guys, Del Mar, maybe. I don't uh, know. Anywhere Galpin sets up. Yeah, I, I got a couple of those. They were pretty cool. Well, dude, uh, I got to tell you, Chris, I'm excited to have Jeff here on the show today because we're both creative guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a graphic designer, you know, just like Jeff. And, uh, dude, I'm, I'm so interested to hear your backstory. Like, like, are you formally trained or, or what, what's like, how did you get into what you're doing now? Yes. I mean, we know what you're doing now. And I mean, I've watched you for the years, but. Let's talk. Let's go rewind here. Yeah, let's yeah. rewind. Let's bring, yeah. let's bring it back a little. Let's bit. bring it back. Uh, that's. I'm not quite sure how. I just that's. I've always been into what I'm into. You know, ever since I was a little kid, uh, always drawing cars. Nothing but cars, and I spend. I don't have any formal training. Um, I started designing T-shirts and cars when I was like probably fifteen, sixteen. In fact, one of the first cars I I uh, designed that actually got built. Um, I was 17. That was the uh, the Jolly Rancher wheel stand and fire truck. Okay. That one? Yeah, yeah. You know, which pretty bitch. And I was like yeah. 17, I think, when they that was in like Drag Race and magazine and stuff. Nice. And uh, well, at 17, that's got to be pretty exciting. It was pretty bitchy. right. Yeah, I mean, it was you know, <laughs> that's pretty young to be designing yeah. cars. What's it actually, called again? It's the Jolly Rancher. Uh, well, it's it. I think it's the the uh, oh the Jelly Bean one now, but it was originally Jolly Rancher. It was a uh, Chuck. I forget his last name, but it's, I can hear stuff in my, <laughs> sorry, no, I'm was... trying to do a little research, but yeah, it's, yeah, right. it's anyway, it was like it was a, a porn uh, 29, I think it was 29 Chevy. Well, that's uh, what lotion's cab. right next to the desk, right, Chris? Wheel standard, you know, so it would do, it would do uh, wheelies for, if you don't know cars, It'd do wheelies all the way down the drag strip and, uh, and then back. And then they ran a uh, um, cinnamon oil through the, uh, fuel system so yeah. it would smell like the cinnamon sticks dude that's awesome it was pretty bitchy <laughs> so and i did that when i was 17 and then i i uh i did a lot of t-shirts uh some of the early ones were like the bud run i don't know if you remember the bud run chris yeah you know that was a uh, pretty bitch and stuff so yeah that's um yeah you know what i mean you've been doing the t-shirt thing for a, a long, time. long time like there's a lot i mean you did i mean just walking over here when reeds was here you I, did that i'm on the reed sign you're on the reed sign <laughs> And I remember uh, my buddy Boogie's deal uh, behind bars. I did a bunch of stuff you did. For I remember them. I rocked that shirt yeah. for a I long time. I even did stuff for your one of your for your brother. Yeah, yeah, Greg. Yeah, yeah. Did you the, did the uh, van right, and you did the. Well, I did one of his. Did the rendering of the van for the, the band build. he was in, and he had. I did like a garbage truck, and they were all hanging out the back. Uh, oh, Vagrant Vinny. Vagrant Vinny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Whatever yeah. happened to that girl that played the, the piano? That's a good question. I don't even know. Oh wow! Are they run, uh, running that oh, demon I hear that again? Oh, that demon running again! Wow, that thing is so wild. Mike's going to jail. Yeah, yeah. for so 
we just came in from uh, one of Mike's buddies from Canada just came by. Mike, Mike Curtis, for those of you. Oh, yeah, sorry. Mike attention. Curtis, and he brought his Canadian uh, demon uh, just, you know, because I think the only he said they only built 300 in Canada. That's And, and then right. Dodge built, uh, they built, what, 3,000 in America. Right. But this dude bought it and he runs it he just came in from vegas he was running it in vegas at the drag and that strip. truck he was in is pretty amazing too. dude that rig that 57 convertible oh, in there it's and, amazing dude this and he's cool as hell he took yeah. me he took me around earlier he's like get in and we went and i didn't know where to take him because around here you know well I, you I, you missed the conversation i was having with him because he's actually he spends a lot of time in my hometown we're at spokane oh really okay yeah because there's a there's a racetrack there oh wow so he, yeah. I guess he spends a lot of time there. Yeah, and he runs that thing, man. And that dude, we were going down Batavia, and I can't, I won't disclose the speed we were doing. A lot. It was a lot, and that thing is crazy. <laughs> well, well, the the more important question is, did you white knuckle? Oh, yeah, no, and you know, I I I met the guy like ten minutes earlier, and he's like, hey, get in, because <laughs> uh-huh. Mike had to do something. He's like, get in, and and. I go, well, let's, we went around here and then he laid on it. And then, then he goes, oh, hey, we got the, oh, I had the traction control on. Hold on a second. I go, oh, shit. Well, because he's Canadian and uh, you yeah. guys being from California don't understand that, but you can't. Yeah. You're from it. Washington, right? I'm from so, Washington. So I can, I can rip on Canadians because you guys have interviewed some of my Canadian friends anyway. Yeah. So you yeah. can't trust Canadians. Yeah. I, I, you know what? That, that we're in, in international podcasts. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, we so officially. We, we interviewed our first Canadian a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Was that JF? That was JF. So, yeah, no. It, and uh, I love JF. Yeah. You know, he, no, he, he was, was a great guest. Yeah. He, he, uh, he educated me uh, on a lot of stuff. And, uh, man, he was, it was what, a pleasure like talking to him. See, Steve's going to be an expert by the time this, this whole <laughs> like, deal is done. Ke- like ketchup flavored potato chips? No, no, we didn't. We didn't get that that deep. Or, or no, we didn't talk about Putin or, or ketchup flavored potato chips. But Putin, they don't know anything about Putin. He's from Canada. Oh, I thought that's where Putin comes. Oh, from. Steve, please, we'll, we'll edit that out, Steve. Come on, that's Russia, bro. <laughs> Better dead than red. <laughs> oh man, but back, hey, let's back to the demon. Okay, that demon is insane. Eight hundred freaking horsepower in that thing, and it's just like. Yeah, then he, he, he said, hey, take it around. I'm like, no, no, I'm cool. I, I had some stuff to do. But then when I saw Mike in it, I was like, I'm not going Mike. I no, wouldn't. No, no I, I not know. out on the road. I'm surprised you got in. No, no, no. Doing a burnout, I guess, is okay. Yeah, we weren't going out on the road. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Mike's no. too crazy for me. That, I mean, it's it's just insane. Like, when you get on that thing. Like, I was in a Tesla a, a few months ago, and I thought that was pretty fast. Like, the sedan, I thought that was pretty fast. But it's a different kind of fast. It like does, yeah, this thing just gets up and roars it's, and just it it's just throws without you. noise. You need the noise. Oh, you need the noise. You need the, the vibration, the the rumble, yeah. and just like the feeling the tires just you know just yeah. smoking. I'd asked you about that earlier, like it, how loud it was, and dude, it's not that loud. It's not loud at all. No, dude. like like no. real like for that much horsepower pumping out, it's it's not that loud. I, I was mean. amazed at how fast it was. I guess it runs tens, dude. Yes. And you know what's crazy? He got the little package where in the back it's got the. Did you see the back? Oh yeah, the wheels. The, and the, the front with the, the front drag, drag racing wheels and the in the rear with the strap and then the the jack. So I, can, I can't imagine, you know, Chrysler's making any money off those cars, but they're amazing. Yeah, I don't know how much he said he paid for it, but it was like fifty over. Yeah. the sticker there. Uh, that's kind of the unique thing about being uh, here at the Hot Rods by Board headquarters that we get to like you know. 
Every once in a while, we get a little visitor like that. Yeah. Ooh, and, then, nope. and then, and then you know what? That's willing to throw you the keys to his demon. Yeah. And say, go take it. Take yeah, it around for, the block. For me, that was really cool to, to witness because that okay. was. Well, we're going to be releasing that video. Oh, yeah. That's the, uh, that's the only benefit to having the illusion of being important. <laughs> right pretty much right yeah. Yeah. you yeah. smell like burned rubber uh-huh. Dude. <laughs> yeah we did have to air the office out for uh, a good 15 minutes because uh. dumb me i left my door open but so what's what what do you think i mean let's let's talk about what's going on today in hot rodding i mean what do you think is cool i mean i don't you know i i sit there my mind my i don't even know what's cool anymore you know uh. I don't either, to tell you the truth. I mean, there's there's so many. Like, different... what are your tastes? What are your tastes lean towards? My tastes seem to be leaning recently towards oddball stuff. I mean, I like oddball stuff because, well, like you, you know, you go to enough car shows and stuff, you see the same stuff. You know, it's oh like, for sure. I've seen, you know, I've uh, there's nothing you can do to a thirty-two Ford or you know Mustang, Camaro, whatever. And so, a lot of times, I I tend to like stuff that's a little more obscure. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of in the same way. I I, I lean. I, I like. I like like wagons. I love wagons. I, I like vans. Well, you've seen my suburban. Yeah, yeah. I love long roofs all the way. Yeah, and I I, I love that stuff. I love something that's different. But I mean, you know, I mean, bottom line, no matter what it is, it's got to be done well. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be thought out. You know, um, I don't know. Sometimes I get bored with some of this stuff, but I I, I get excited every once in a while. Even on a Camaro, you'll see somebody do something different, and you just go. Okay. I, well, I have, actually, the last Camaro I saw that was done different that I really liked, it was a lowrider. Really? Yeah, and it was it was like a 70 Camaro. or No, actually, it was later. It was a later model one, like maybe a 78, the angled nose and stuff. And it, it that's actually pretty bitching. Yeah. No, I mean, you know. Because you, you, don't, you don't expect to see that. No, you don't. And, and uh, one thing I'm... I'm actually, I don't know, kind of a little excited to see come back and see what 2018 does to all these cars from the 80s and the 90s now. I'm curious to see that too because you know, that seems to be the trend right now is, like, especially with like good guys, you know, up in their, their numbers and stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't check it out, but I saw a little blip on uh, Detroit Speed's mm-hmm. uh, IROC that they built. Right. Right, and it was subtle. It was cool. It looked like, you know, you, I love it when you look at those cars and you go, okay, no. They got their full suspension underneath it. It's been the widest wheels, wider than what was fitting back in the day. Right. But then it still looks like a stock car. A little bit, I've seen know? a lot of backlash against the you know '80s cars being yeah. admitted as you know as real hot rods and stuff. But it's inevitable. You yeah, because I mean? The, I mean at the t- I mean, but yeah, you, because here's the thing: is we just you just said it. How much can you do to a, a, a you know a Tri Five, yeah. a Camaro? I mean, I mean a Mustang. How much can you do to that? We're getting people get it's cyclical. People get bored of things. Yeah, you know, like just like in the truck world, you know, I mean, C tens. Fifteen years ago, you could have bought those things for nothing, right? Right now, and, and then C tens are over the top, and well, then you, it's, like at SEMA, I just came back from SEMA. Yeah, and I mean, hundreds. There was hundreds of them, there. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then now, square bodies are, are huge now. Square bodies are coming around, and, and then and then you know the eighty eight ninety eight CK trucks. They're on. They're next. Like. You know, that's that's the thing. But because it's it's almost like, look, I graduated in 92 and, and I was graduating right when all that was happening. My dad was building yeah. all the sport trucks. And, and well, that's why they're it, coming around. Yeah. And so it's like now, look, I'm in my 40s. So it's like, that's what I remember. That's right. well, what the, was cool. The people our age, you know, for the most part, 
there wasn't, you know, when he went to high school and stuff, there wasn't 32 Fords. Yeah. You know, and so you and I love those because we're kind of oddballs, but uh, that's just not the, that's not what most people that grew up in that time period gravitate towards. You know, they're gravitating towards the IROC Zs. Yeah. You know, no, for sure. Mini trucks and, you know, that kind of Yeah, it's just, stuff. I mean, but I mean, some of that's I cool. I swear there. Can I swear on You this? can swear. You can, oh, I can't. You can swear hey, the sweet. fuck out of this podcast. <laughs> you can. Yeah. It's we totally fine. We yeah. really don't give a shit. I, I told you I was a trucker for a long time, so I'm, I like to fucking Were swear. you a trucker? I was. A trucker? L- 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 like let's an talk 18, about that like, a little bit. Like, hold <laughs> on, like an 18-wheeler? Fuck yeah. Oh, come on, man. Let's talk about Doubles? that. Doubles? I, I was really? a UPS driver. I, I, I delivered packages. Then the last like the last five years I was at UPS, I would I drove trucks, semis. Oh, really? Up in Washington? Up in Washington. Okay. I, I drove from Spokane to almost Seattle uh, every night. Wow. wow. What's, how long of a drive uh, is yeah, that? How many, how many miles? Uh, 14 hours because I drive there and back. So it's so seven. 7 and 7? Yeah. Well, wow. depends. It depends on uh, the weather. Okay. Because you have to go through a pass. So, I mean. Wow. There's nothing worse than chaining up a truck with doubles on it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I bet, dude. I, w- well, I, w- I would imagine that's a little bit of pain that's in the a ass. Little yeah. squir- a little squirrely, too, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So then how long you been doing the art gig, uh, car gig for... Well, I've been doing the art gig professionally since I was probably sixteen. Um, but what year would that make that? That would have made that about eighty. Sorry, not trying to date you. Eighty six. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, eighty six. I, I graduated in eighty seven. But um, damn, you look a lot younger. I know. Fucking looking good. Dude. Take care of yourself, bro. <laughs> like a fine cheese or wine. <laughs> So this then, man moisturizes yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so um, professionally, but then you, I mean, you had a full. I mean, yeah, I did. I did a well. I had kids or anything else. So I did, had a full time gig at UPS. I always did. Uh, always did art on the side though. In a, actually, probably I don't know if well, you said you did some research, but I don't know if you know this. The what kind of brought me to a place where I could decide to just do art full time was the airflow. I don't know if you saw that one. No, no. That was a elaborate, did, please. That was a 36 airflow I designed, and it was built up in Spokane. Originally, it was uh, there was like a Chris Edo design, which super cool designer guy, um, but it was going to be built by uh, Steve's Auto Restoration, and he, Steve's in Spokane, right? Steve's in Portland, Portland, yeah. Oregon. That's right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. And so Steve's was going to originally build this car, and then it ended up going to Spokane. A bunch of my buddies ended up building it. Who I think you know, like. Well, it's River City Rod and Customs where they are now, but it was there was a bunch of different shops that, that worked on this car, and they kind of brought me in and like, hey, you know, you're that kid that can draw, you know. And this I wasn't a kid anymore by then, but that's kind of the yeah. routine, you know. And so I didn't do a bunch just bunch of design work on this car, and it did really well. It was supposed to originally go for like Riddler Award. Um, it won everything, but it, it was actually banned from Riddler because they had shown the chassis. Shown, shown pictures of it, yeah. Yeah, they showed okay. the chassis at a, like a swap meet or something. So Steve's Auto Restoration actually fucked that up for us. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah. But I've had, I've had, there's been a couple times where Steve's Auto Restoration has uh, jumped in and caused a problem. But uh, that car ended up doing really well. Got a lot of publicity and stuff. It ended up selling at Bear Jackson for like, Five hundred and fifty-eight thousand or something, which was a record, which was pretty cool. Because I mean, one of my heroes is Chip Foose. Yeah, and uh, that outsold anything Foose had. Nice. You know, any of Foose's cars at, up to that time and stuff. And so from that point on, like a lot of people were like, "Hey, who's that guy?" You know, and 
uh, about that same time I they started doing like they did a spread on me like Rotter's Journal and I started doing a lot of the magazines. And what year was this? This was I'm gonna say that was that was probably 2002. Okay. Or somewhere around there. And you're still in Washington at this point. Yeah, I was still okay. in Washington. Yeah. I used to actually once that happened I started like coming down to California quite a bit and not down to L.A. but down to San Francisco when they were still doing Grand National Roadshow show in yeah. San Francisco and I uh, made a lot of connections uh, used to do a lot of art for like Rod and Custom you know uh, a lot of the magazines but the I mean the magazine industry is dead so yeah for sure right yeah. but back then it wasn't um, well, back then the magazines I yeah mean, you, you was, get a lot of publicity that was magazines. huge so, so what inspired you because I mean like you're finally one of the guests I can talk to because you know we we had this conversation mm-hmm. uh, before we got on the uh, on the podcast. Uh, you know, you you you're a really talented guy, and I I just wonder what what kind of gets you going to to kind of create these concepts, like 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 where do you draw your inspiration from? That's a that's a good question. Uh, I don't. It's hard to say actually. I mean, that's just what I've always done. I've just that's just who I am. Yeah. You know, I think for inspiration and stuff like growing up if that's what you're looking for is uh i used to like read cartoons magazine i loved cartoons Dude, magazine. cartoons yeah yeah yep. you know I, I think probably some of the early stuff was definitely hot wheel cars yeah you know i loved hot wheel cars when i was a kid uh yeah. and, and and you've uh so you brought it full circle in, yeah that, in that, that was that was one of those like you know one of those bucket list things is like fuck yeah i designed hot wheel cars yeah so so <laughs> right for, for all yeah. you guys listening out there i and I didn't know this until I researched you, but yeah, you've designed a uh, collaboration Hot Wheels little die cast, Absolutely, right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which a was few, quite, quite a few, right? Um, I think in production there's 12 of them. Yeah, that well, that's more than a few. So, yeah, yeah, which, yeah, which was odd because when I was living in Minnesota, because uh, uh, I lived in Minnesota for a couple of years, I got a call, uh, the VP of design for Hot Wheels, uh, he was a fan of my art. And we had talked and stuff. And I actually met him once, total like fluke deal. I was dropping off a motorcycle with my friend Marcy. And uh, he'd bought like, I think it was a Triumph or something. So we drop, drop off this bike and stuff. And we start talking. He tells me who he is and stuff. I'm like, dude, I'd fucking love to work for Hot Wheels, you know. And so we kind of started this little back and forth, you know, where he's, I'd send him art and stuff. And one day he gives me a call. This like years later. He gives me a call. And he's like, hey, I got a project out here that you might be interested in, you know, that you might be able to do. He's like, I can't tell you anything about it. But if you want to come out and check it out, you know, I could put you to work for a couple of weeks or something maybe, and we'll see if you fit. You know, and this is on like a Thursday. He's like, can you be here Monday? You know, I'm like, fuck yeah. So I get in my van, drive out to, to California. And uh, and you had, no, you had no idea where you were going? No idea what I was doing. Right. And yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Which was, yeah, I had like 300 bucks on me. I'm like, fuck, I'm going out to California to <laughs> see if I can work for Mattel and stuff. And so actually. Oh, but you knew you were going to Mattel? I knew I was going to Mattel. Okay, but yeah. you didn't know what you were working on. Okay. No idea what I was working on. And so, uh, so I come out somewhere next to El Segundo. Yeah, up in El Segundo. Yeah. So I meet up with him and stuff. And what I was originally working on was um, I was designing cars for a movie, and we were we were working on a, a live action Hot Wheels movie, which would have been bitching, you know. And so, you know, at first I, I come in and I'm, I'm you know working. We were like outside of the design center in this top secret garage, you know. And I'm sitting there and there's like all these props and there's like like the twin mill sitting behind me and you know all these just bitching things and i'm working with uh uh some of the guys from like legendary pictures and i think there was a universal guy there and a couple hey, of jeff guys. i'm sorry to stop you real quick but mm-hmm. that's the freight at 
Eight? Fr- freighted eight. Well, yeah. we call it freighted eight. Okay. Yeah. So everybody has to take a drink right now. All right. If, yeah. you're, if you're listening on the podcast mm. and it's early morning, then you'll drink some coffee. For those but. of you that are new to us, um, we are about 30 yards from a major uh, tra- railway in uh, the Surfliner. Surf Amtrak the surf Am- comes Am- through Am- here. Yeah. Amtrak Surfliner, so we can jump on. Well, you can't. Ju- they don't stop here, but that goes all the way to San Diego and all the way up. Probably to uh, Seattle, maybe. Yeah, no, it goes all the way up. Yeah, does it go all the way up to Seattle? Yeah. I think it. I think yeah, goes probably. All, I think it goes all the way up the coast, and then uh, we our MetroLink, which goes down as far as what uh, San Clemente, and then goes all the way up to Union Station up in LA. So yeah, I think it goes down the ocean side, but that's neither here or there. Whatever, whatever. But, but okay, the, so the, but, the, but the worst thing is the Santa Fe line. That's the the one that makes the most noise. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. The we need a sponsor freight, for that. Freight. We uh, do. Eventually, we're going to have uh, the Freighted 8 sponsor. So every time the train goes by. Mm-hmm. So we'll if you're listening and you want to jump in on this podcast, <laughs> here's there your you chance. go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so, we can back take, to Jeff. So we're taking, we could take like a shot of some particular brand of booze. Well, we'll, we'll have to take a little break here and then there, there'll be another Freighted 9. And we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll, right. We'll, we'll break in that booze. Right. We're not going anywhere, guys. We're, right. we got a we're long here. podcast ahead of us. So back to what you were talking about. Oh, what the hell was I talking about? It was a uh, oh the uh, the movie. Yeah, the movie. So okay. you're Mattel. You're, you're yeah. So you're, I'm at, I'm at Twin Mill behind you. Yeah, and you're and so we hired to do a job. Yeah, we got this little design thing, and and you still like, don't know what you're doing, right? You're just well, I didn't know. Well, by then I knew what I was doing. Okay, and so you know a lot of these other guys that were there, you know, they were actually out of Mattel. I think they were. Uh, I was just looking at your chair. It's bitching. Which one? This one? Yeah, it's yeah. coming. <laughs> so, anyway. Herman Miller esque. So, a lot of these guys, you know, they're like, they're all design students and stuff, you know, and they're super talented, but they didn't really. There was a little bit of a, of a weird vibe because I didn't go to Design Center or anything like that. Yeah. You're the outsider. You're I'm the, the outsider. You're like, hey, I'm like, no, no, design student. I didn't go to design uh, college. Uh-huh. I, went, I went to a college and got an art degree. Right. However, but the design students have this this air of like no. they do, yeah, they definitely like, do. Because uh, I went to Loyola Marymount, and uh, Otis was you know a quarter mile down right. the way, and Otis was like, oh yeah, we're we're t- totally trained. Like, well, I can't. I kind of came to the conclusion. And well, not, we'll circle back, but it's yeah. almost like art uh, center. Uh, yeah, you know, right. Well, not yeah. not to putting those guys down because no, no, because that's talented. awesome. But yeah, right. no. But what I'm saying, there's always been, and we can we can touch on it. But there's always been like this. I've noticed the the OE side of automotive and the aftermarket side, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a definite attitude yeah. difference between well, the two. Working in Mattel, the thing that was interesting that I with all those guys I worked with, a lot of them they did. I mean, they were car guys and stuff, but they they were toy designers that wanted to be car designers. Okay. I and I kind of look at myself as more of a car designer that wanted to be a toy designer. Okay. You know, because that that's a total feather in the cap, you know, designing hot wheel cars and stuff. And so that's how I, that's the best way to put it, I think. But, I mean, I worked on a, on designing these cars and stuff and that, at first I was just designing the old the old school stuff and then pretty soon I was designing all of it. You know, the new stuff, the old stuff, because with the storyline that they had going and stuff. And that actually was totally bitching, but then Paul Walker died. Um, from the Fast and Furious movies, yeah, and Universal pulled all their funding, and so that just that movie got shelved. And wow! From, and from that point, I went into the design, into the actual uh, design building and stuff, and that's when I started designing Hot Wheel cars. Damn, that's, that that's kind of an interesting story, man. Yeah. Like, 
Well, it was cool because like even when I first went in and started designing Hot Wheel cars, uh, the first project I was on was Star Wars cars, They're like these character cars. Kind of concept cars? like. Well, no, they were like... Or, or replicas the, of what themed. was in the movie. They were themed cars. Themed okay. cars. Okay. You know, okay. and a lot of these guys, you know, they like... They had some of them designed, but this was a project. That, I mean, this is super high profile because it was it was a part of Star Wars, you know, and it was the first time that they were going to do anything like that. And so, all these guys, you know, that were working on them, you know, they had, they were kind of coming from it, you know, going at it with like a, like from an action figure point of view, you know, like how are we going to do this, whatever. And my mentality was more like show cars, you know. So I'm like, oh, you know, the first one I got to do was. R2-D2, I don't know if you guys saw that one or not, which no, I, don't I was think super it. proud of because all these other designers, you know, these these guys that work there, they, they couldn't figure out how to make R2-D2 into a car, you know, and they're, they're trying to put him in it, you know. And, which I think is a pretty gnarly challenge. It is, but I mean, I looked at it. and I'm like, my first thought was, so are you? Well, he's the fucking beatnik bandit. He's a bubble top. Look at it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So that's what I did. I, I made I made this like little kind of beatnik bandit looking bubble top car, and and Dude, that's they bitchin'. they sent it over to. And this was a this that was a design that had like multiple rejected ideas. Sent it over to Lucas Films, and it was like, that's it. That's awesome. You that's, know. That's so, true. Yeah. And so it got built. It, that got built. Yeah. That's you can go get that at the store right now. Cause, Dude. It's bitching because Star because uh. Um, so when when was that? Was that when the what Star Wars movie was that like? Was well, see, it that's just, the that's the beauty is R two's in every Star Wars movie. Well, for sure, but but I usually I mean they time those things to yeah. release when movies come out. So what when what year was this? Is um, it, when it first came out was would have been three years ago. Okay, but it's been re released in all the other movies Dude, too that's because awesome. he's in all the movies. Yeah, Dude, that's bitching. So they I mean they what scale would they make that in? Just just a hot small wheel size. hot wheel size. Yeah. Okay. So that's a Target. Anywhere. Well, I, I guess yeah. not Toys R Us. That's cool. Toys, that's, Toys R Us is done, right? I mean, I, I was trying to convince Toys him R Us to do is a, done. Yeah, yes. they're done. I tried to convince him to, uh, that we needed to build like a, a zinger version of it. Dude, you know? right? <laughs> Which would have been bitching, but. That's totally cool. I mean, and were you a big Star Wars fan? Um, I was a Star Wars fan, but not as much as I am now. Okay. You know, because I had to do a lot of research and. Right. And uh, I'm, honestly, it, like most of my research I, I did was watching Robot Chicken. <laughs> I, I think Robot Chicken Star Wars Robot is better Chicken. than actual Star Wars. Dude, that's funny, dude. <laughs> Let's dude. watch Robot Chicken naked real story. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so were you? You were just were you just a hired a guy for contract. Mattel? Your yeah. contract with, with Mattel? Okay, do you still do stuff for them or? I don't. Um, basically, what happened was the uh, their stock started tanking because Barbie. Nobody like. Barbie's irrelevant these days. And yeah, Barbie's, right. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's weird, right? I mean, Barbie was around for how many years? Oh yeah, but they, they're, they're and then they're, it's just like this. What is it? A PC politically? I don't know. They're the just people like just, in charge. They're they're too worried about money rather than toys. And so, uh, um, I mean, basically, the the stock started tanking a little bit. When the stock started dropping to a certain point, they stopped renewing contracts. Okay. And then it tanked even more, and they, I ended up actually working with. Um, the VP, my, my boss at Mattel, he ended up quitting, and we, we worked on some other really bitching projects too, like with uh, artificial intelligence. and Nice. And uh, we were going to actually print, 3D print uh, a chassis for this project wow. on like some uh, print bed at Raytheon. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was like like soup like science fiction shit. Well, well in, in El Segundo, uh, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, Mattel's there, mm-hmm. no doubt, but Boeing 
Oh, Raytheon, all, Raytheon. All, all the tech and military. JPL, they, they're, they're all headquarters out of... Yeah, I, I had assumed that the, the, the same bed that was going to print this chassis printed like missile chassis or something. Well, yeah. and that's the thing is the technology is, is with 3D printing, they got like, I think they call it 3D uh, laser metal centering or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, you know, you can Google the stuff and look on YouTube. There's like, they built like a, uh, a 1911 pistol, right? With, right. With a laser centering. And, and it's like they fired it. Well, it's you like guys amazing. actually be super interested in that project. I was working on it. Was uh, it was with Autodesk. Oh, nice. You're with Autodesk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they had this artificial intelligence that was going that was designing the chassis for this project. Really. And so we did like we we mocked it all up. We had a regular chassis that was you know tubing and stuff, and then it we did all this 3D scanning and stuff, and then took the chassis out of the scan, and then uh, the artificial intelligence designed what this chassis like the optimum for the like chassis what, what it should be yeah and it was crazy because it was that's it was insane. so organic that's, that's it looked like really bones. that's yeah. fucking kind of mind-blowing it was it was it was mind-blowing stuff and then, so wait that's what's that's what's scary about this technology because it's like okay so you started on it right mm-hmm. after what the ai did did you say holy shit that's way better than what we did well i designed the body okay I but got, but, but yeah. I'm, I'm just saying i guess i don't know did you see the initial frame a chassis design yeah it was it was crazy because it was actually it was one of those moments where you know not to get religious or anything yeah but it was like it the best the best way i can equate it was that it like it gave some substance to the idea of of uh intelligent design yeah because here's this this chassis that was like you know a normal chassis you'd expect it was all tubing and stuff and then the ai takes over and, and builds this new chassis around all the different components and the chassis looked like bone. I mean, it looked like bone and tendons, and it was really the craziest. It was just like it was so organic looking. It's like wow, that looks like a skull or a hip bone wow. or something. So amazing! Wow. Yeah, it was. It was. No, weird. that's. Cr- and that no, was that was like the a, mathematical, you know. Yeah, and it was probably like mathematically correct. Yeah, to the, to yeah. The, for 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 what the uh, what we wanted the chassis to do, that would be the the optimum shape that it, would, that it would print out it's crazy you, you, did, so did did they build that did that it get no built? the investors came in like uh because I, I was doing that with uh <laughs> such a great idea killed because no one wanted to well pay it was so it. it was super cool and they're still working on it, but it's it's got watered down quite a bit uh but that project i was doing that with uh bandito brothers and that was a super cool company they did like movies and uh they did commercials they did a bunch of stuff with audi and one day a bunch of investors and police came in and said, yeah, you guys, something happened. And that was the end of Bendito Brothers. Really? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but it was it was cool while it lasted. I mean, the, the, the place where I'd go in and work on that, I mean, it was so, like, designer just bitching stuff. Really? Like, you know, polished concrete floor and, you know, Ames furniture everywhere. Fucking Porsche 904 sitting there and a Ducati motorcycle. Really? And, yeah, I mean, it's just like, Dude, yeah, it was like, like, you'd walk in like, yeah, I've arrived. That's awesome, dude. Somebody yes. else's money, apparently, though. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right? They just said, "No, sorry, they're not here. Yeah. They're not here anymore." And we're we're shutting this down. Yeah. yeah. So what? What? Um, as far as, because you're one of those guys that can do everything, right? I mean, you can do somebody's logo, somebody's T-shirt. You yeah. can design their car for them. Um, what do you like to do? As far as in in, in the whole artistic sense, designing sense, what do you like to do? My favorite is designing cars. Yeah, I like I like the uh, the challenge and just the the freedom to just like do something different. Like like know? that 3D space of like, yeah. you know. Yeah, like Now but, do you like 
who I guess what I'm getting at is there's you know you've worked for corporate America you've worked mm-hmm. for Mattel and then you've you've also worked for the guy that's just like I got the money to build something and I want you to create my what I want to build and let's do it yeah well, I mean who do you, wh- 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 where who do you like working for? Like, the, what do you the, like? The, the, one, the one that pays yeah. more. I like, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I, I wish I was driven by money, but I'm really not. Well, you know? I'm not trying to be yeah. like petty like that. I, I'm just saying. I like, mean, I like money. Don't get me wrong. But. No, but but there's, you know, sometimes when you get called in the game, we're like, yeah. okay, this is real yeah, money. I mean, in a perfect it's, world, someone's like, hey, here's a million dollars. Just go design me a car. But yeah. it doesn't happen like that. But I get it. Like, right. you know, if... But it, when someone gives you the, I guess when someone gives you the artistic freedom to say, "Listen, you know and, what? And, yeah. I I I want to fund a, a car that you is going to come out of your mind." Yeah. See, right? and I, I actually have like a, that's a dream, right? As a as a designer, as an artist, I can just see like because let's face it, we live in a real world. We there's real bills yeah. get, get need to get paid. So there's always you know money is no object. That's bullshit because yeah, it's always the, the object. that is like <laughs> yeah, the one percent. You won the lottery. You found the guy that's like, no, seriously, money's no object. Jeff, I need you to design me whatever it is, and I don't care how much it costs. You Go. know what I'm saying? So you always work with these uh, constraints. So I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, do you like working for the average guy that has that dream, or you like working for the structured corporate? Uh, definitely the the average guy. Yeah. The 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 corporate thing was a little bit of an eye opener. Um, working with Mattel and stuff was I mean it was awesome. They paid great, you know. But they also wanted to own everything I did. Yeah. You know? They they checking you at every step. Yeah. I mean, and, and I could. I mean, I worked there for a year, and I could. That was beginning to become a problem because they wanted to basically own anything I thought of or or did, yeah, whether you, I was on the clock or not. Your intellectual property was now yeah. their intellectual yeah. property. That, which, that's which um, was troublesome. But, but that, that's how it goes with those things. Because I've 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 worked with yeah. big companies like that where, like, you got to sign like the NDAs or, or whatever it is, or it, it, you're working under their direct. Yeah, yeah. and that, and that's, they went a little bit far though. I think because and some of that was because they had had IP problems in the past with like right. brat stalls. Right. Well, you know, especially like we work with a company that does government contracts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I know I have friends that that do, and and it's like it's stuff that you do on your spare time. They want to own. They want to make. Wait, wait. You're gonna talk about what are you gonna, you're gonna right. go to, you're gonna go you're gonna go give a lecture at a college. Yeah, you're gonna do a car show. Well, hold on. We need to we need to get we need we need to have where are you gonna be. Yeah, we need to see your your what you're gonna talk about. What it's crazy how the extent that they can do that, and what they do is they incentivize it by paying you so well that right. you're like the average person is like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna pay a lot of money, so let me go along with the program. I was in a, when I was doing that, I was in a uh, unique position because I was contract. Yeah, you know, and so I kept telling them because we we had I'd, there's many times I was sitting in an office full of attorneys. Yeah, you know, and they're telling me, you know, your IP is ours now. And I'm like, not unless I'm a regular employee. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. under contract. I'm like, you guys hired me because well, you already know what I do, and I already have an established name. And here's the situation too. Like, you know, you have you're here. You are a young artist, whatever. I mean, maybe you were a little older at the time, but you also like it's your dream to yeah. design a car yeah. for for you design a Hot Wheel for Mattel. So you kind of like are like, okay, you give up a little to get to that point, right. but. But you get to a point where all of a sudden, let's just say the R2-D2 car is a home run, right? 
and it's like awesome. And then they're like, hey, who did that? He, Jeff did that. Jeff Allison did that. And you go, okay. Then next time around, you're in the driver's seat going, right. nah. Because I can see, yeah, that's just like intellectual well, property. See, is with with again, not to just keep talking about Mattel, but um, with Mattel, they kind of the underlying thing that I kept hearing was they didn't want to create another Larry Woods. And so yeah. nobody gets credit. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I understand from their standpoint. Yeah, but, it makes sense. But it's a different, you know, I don't know. I mean, um, yeah, I mean. I would rather deal with stuff like, like uh, I don't, did you ever see the Riviera I did? Which one? The Fastback. I don't think I did. Did you when you were researching? Uh, <laughs> Come on, Steve. Yeah. No, I didn't. And, Steve. Because I would rather do stuff like that, where that was a, we, a friend of mine and I, we took a 63 Riviera and, you know, very iconic car that you yeah. you can pretty much anything you do is going to ruin it. You know, it's a that's a beautifully designed car. Well, we made it into a Fastback. You know, we grafted the top off a 70 Torino onto it. Okay. You know, which that's not something you, or 69 Torino, that's not something that you would normally do. Yeah. But that car did really well. Everybody liked it. I mean, it actually won. That got shown at uh, Etzel Ford's house at the design oh, really? design show, which is kind of like the Midwest version of Pebble Beach, I guess. Okay. And that won like designer's choice, which nice. that's pretty bitch. And I mean, hell yeah, you know, it doesn't mean a lot in the in the real world, but as design guy, for sure, that means a lot. No, that's that's. I mean. See that, and that's what's kind of cool is because you kind of came up. I mean, you know, you're like you said, you're not classically trained, you know. Like, look, there's been some really talented art, art center guys, like just, but it seems like to me with that art center deal, there's like the teacher says you have mm-hmm. to do it this way, or it's yeah, those guys can all suck it. Like, there's you, well, <laughs> you, you can't teach somebody passion though. No, or you can't. Teach no, you somebody can't. I mean, exactly. No. But I mean, you know, I I gotta say that there's a certain look to a lot of those guys. Like, and you know what? Um, it's the same look. It, well, you, there's the same look. Like, yeah. like you have look, to find your style, but you can't be regimented. Well, but you know what? Like when you go to art 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 center in Pasadena, like it's the place, right? Yeah, that's so where, when I was a kid, that's where I always wanted to go. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, look, you got guys like Chip Foose, right? Uh, uh, Tom Taylor's gone there. I mean. Um, it's just they have a certain there's a certain look and you, even with you even know who with, didn't go there though who Steve Stanford yeah, and you know what Steve Stanford basically his look it, it, he does have that look yeah about he, like he's got the there's he's, he's one of the um, car design gods yeah no I mean for sure and it's it's one of those things where um, his style and the I, I don't know I don't, I don't know how to describe it. When I look at his work and I look at Tom Taylor's work, they're totally t- two different uh, design minds, but just the way that they draw stuff, it, it, it's similar. It's, it's, it is a similar it, style. There's similar style. And even Chip, it's just similar. Yeah. It's, and I call it that art center style. Um, uh, we want to talk about... No, hey... Oh. And we are recording again, but we're not recording live yet. Yeah. Just try to swing that closer to your face, Jeff. To your face. Is that? <laughs> that uh, sounds good. That's real, real heavy, bro. Yeah. There you go. All right. Is that better? Yeah. I, well, I don't know. Steve's going to tell you if it's better. 
I, I don't ask me. Just keep talking a little bit. Let me let me get a level on you. All right. Or, or, until you're comfortable. How's yeah. That? If you want to, if you want to rotate it, it's this one right. It's this. It's I'm this, getting closer like this. It's How's this that? guy. Steve, why don't you adjust this guy? Oh shit! Oh, I mean, I'm thinking wadded up here a little bit. Just, get this around here. I think the. Hey, yeah, I think the this might go on the left. Look at it. It says left or right. Oh, I didn't know that. No, we'll get you all dialed in. It's weird that actually sounds different. Well, yeah, because now I'm coming in on the left side. I don't even know what that means. So, how do I sound now? Chickity check, Keep. microphone check. One. No, too tinny. You, you you need to be a little closer. Yeah, he needs to be closer. Like this? No, no. Move the. Should we move the whole can... couch over? Like, like, dude. No, he. I think you can extend that more. Pull that more towards you, and then pull it out. No. How's that? No. I'll just lean into it a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Look at you. That that's probably <laughs> too close, but now you're a little closer. But, but that that that's about that's about right. I'm coming in hot. If I'm talking like this, I'm coming in Dude, too hot. Hey, so hey, hey like, yeah, more like uh, Steve, you're real hot, bro. Hey, real hot. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I seen the way you've been looking at me, Chris. No, I can't see you, bro. <laughs> Hungry it's, eyes. It's, it's a I, good thing. <laughs> Hungry eyes, dude. Who was that? Hungry <laughs> eyes. <laughs> All right. We're well. We're back here, no, but just I'll, clap I'll, again. I'll, clap again. Clap again. Whoa! I'll edit this all out. <laughs> oh. So, Jeff, talk to me, man. Uh, I want to know about your inspiration. What? What? Like, who were the uh, artists that inspired you? That, that that made you the artist that you are today? Oh, that sounds like a trick question. But <laughs> <laughs> I would say the uh, the artist that most inspired me. Uh, growing up and stuff, of course, a lot of like uh, Ed Newton, who did you know mostly art for Ed Roth and stuff. So looking at all the Ed Roth art and stuff in old Hot Rod magazines and stuff like that. And then discovering cartoons magazine, uh, George Trosley was a huge influence on me. In fact, I, I used a lot of uh, he used to have like a how to draw section in cartoons that helped me draw wheels right. Uh, and then I got into like concept cars and art like that. A lot of like Steve Stanford art, Harry Bradley art, you know, pretty much anything. I mean, that's pre-internet days, so it was a lot harder to find that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so where'd you find it? Um, old magazines. Yeah. I, I used to, I used to like just buy up as many old like Hot Rod and Rod and Custom magazines because they would have, they would always have like a kind of a concept car part. So, in so them. Let, let's put a date on this. What, what year was this? Like, like when you were like um, first that would have been. Early eighties. Early eighties. So, yeah. early eighties. That was probably like you had you, you maybe you you went swap meets or you, a lot of swap meets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old bookstores and stuff. You could find like old old magazines and stuff like that. So I'd, I'd buy a lot of that kind of stuff. You know. So back there when you you when because I did this too. Uh -huh. Like you just sit there in the back of the store and like just like go oh, through yeah. books I, and like I love I love old magazines. Just even like when you crack them open, there's that smell of like damp mildewy paper and shit. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And and just the sound of that 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 old school like yeah. heavy duty kind of like parchment. Oh paper yeah just yeah. Like, 
Yeah, and, and it's I like mean, it's just like even the printing was. There's some imperfection. Yeah, in, in I, I just love the process all, compared to what we're used to today. Yeah, old you know? magazines. I I still I I can't not walk away from a table full of old magazines. You know, and I love like I love all the oddball magazines, like the stuff that not the hot rod oriented stuff, but like motor trends and and road and track and stuff because they always had concept art too. Yeah, you know, and it was less hot rod, but it was it was very cool stuff. And so I have always I always. You know, there's so many artists there that I don't even know their names, but they're they had a huge influence on me. You know, and then as I got older and stuff, I'd, I'd buy a lot of magazines, look at magazines and stuff, and you know, a lot of the like Rod and Customs and Hot Rods and stuff would do a lot of concept car pages and stuff. You know, like Dream Rods and stuff, where it would be, you know, like Steve Stanford and um, I think I don't think Foose was around yet, but I mean, he's he's become an influence of mine. But but uh, a lot of Steve Stanford, a lot of Tom Taylor stuff, and uh. I really I loved that stuff. Tom Taylor. Let's let's you know what let me let's talk <laughs> about Tom Taylor. So um Tom Taylor, very famous hot rod designer. Um, you know, I I wanna say that his career in the hot rod industry and my dad's career really converged, you know, in the late seventies. Absolutely. You know, uh Vern Luce Coop started that relationship. But th- with you and Tom Taylor, uh, let's talk about like a year and a half ago, there was some kind of <laughs> online drama that I, I all of a sudden, I, I don't know how it started. I came in the middle of it and I, I just, I just saw the, uh, the photoshops and the, you know, it, it, so, so, so let, let, let's just, let's just backtrack here. What, what happened between you and Tom? Well, it's hard to say. I don't, I don't know with Tom. I mean, I've always thought Tom was, was a, a huge influence like like we're talking I thought he was like one of the greats you know one of the greatest I think is concept artists and hot rod artists that uh you know there ever was you know yeah, and, and, particularly and so as a so, kid yeah so to let people know Tom Taylor famous uh, uh, hot rod designer started he he designed really much the, the, the first car that might put my dad on the map mm-hmm. um, was the Vern Luce coupe and then um I mean probably one of the more iconic cars that he was designed that my dad built was Shizum Right. 57 Chevy Shizum. Yeah, iconic cars. Yeah, just just completely. So, um, and and we're talking uh, Shizum got built what 91? That sounds about 92, right. Two. Yeah. You know, and then um, which was I think in my opinion probably Tom's heyday. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because you know it, exactly. So then fast forward, here we are, 2017, and go ahead. Well. Basically, I, I kind of I don't know what exactly happened there, um, but I was actually working on restoring some of Tom's art um, for CW Moss, and so I had had run-ins with Tom in the past and stuff. You know, I mean, he's one of my heroes, but I know like with with a uh, good guys, for instance. You know, years ago, one of my buddies took over printing the Gazette as editor of the of the Good Guys Gazette. And in the process of doing that, he replaced all of the, like, Tom Taylor header pages with my art. Because Tom had done all the, you know, he was, well, when good guys arrived in the, on the scene, that was during the time period of Tom Taylor. Yes. Uh, when they re, kind of re, revised the entire thing, they used my art. And so I assume Tom Taylor knew who I was. Um, back up a few years ago, though... I started doing some stuff for uh, C.W. Moss, who does car parts here and stuff. And I, apparently Troy, the owner of that, the new owner, who was the son of the original owner, 
he they had a whole bunch of Tom Taylor art because he had originally done that stuff. And they wanted me to fix it because Tom didn't want anything to do with fixing the old art. Um, so I started re- kind of rejuvenating the stuff, scanned it, cleaned it all up and stuff because it was all, we were talking like old films and ruby lifts and stuff like that. So it was just garbage stuff that needed to be cleaned up. Scanned it, cleaned it all up and stuff. So me and Tom started kind of a dialect back and forth online uh, about this art. Well, in the meantime, I it was kind of, I guess it would have been two years ago when during the uh, the Riddler Award, uh, Tom was the, I guess, editor of Hot Rod Magazine at the time. And I've, comp- I've, I've done cars that competed for the Riddler Award before, so I understand the dynamics of how that works. Well, Tom took it upon himself to kind of start dissecting the cars that were competing for the Riddler Award and basically putting them down. I remember in particular there was this coupe. That- was, was this the Andy Leach coupe? Or was this before that? Um, I believe, is, the, is that the green one? Yeah, it was like a bluish green. Yeah, it had a lot one. of thinned aluminum stuff on it. Yeah, and it was like he showed how the the frame was bent. Right, that's the car. Okay, so okay and, and because I actually, okay yeah. so I, I I okay keep going because okay. I remember that I remember Tom's criticism right, of that that's, car. That's where it began. Oh, so, okay. So me and him had been talking and stuff. So I mean, I mean, talking privately about this art and stuff. He absolutely knew who I was. This is and the same time frame. Same time frame. Okay, so. That car comes out, you know, and it's competing for for the Riddler, and it's like the weekend that that show opens and stuff. And Tom puts all this art on there, you know, saying how it's disgusting and it's got this broken frame. And I remember and, the red line, so yeah, he takes he takes lines, a Photoshop line, it and yeah, yeah, okay. And I thought that was a little bit offensive. I mean, yeah, you can critique something like that, but why do it before the show? Before the car's even been judged by the show? Yeah, you know, and I wasn't the only one that took offense to that. And so I made the mistake of actually saying something because I didn't think it was uh, necessarily appropriate for the editor of Hot Rod Magazine to be cutting a car down like that before it's even been judged. Yeah. And everything went completely sideways from there. And then, yeah, basically I think he started calling you a hack and stuff, oh, like, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that, All right? All of a sudden he didn't know who I was and I was a hack. And oh, man, it was like Tupac versus Biggie kind of Yeah, like. it was just like this, like he just started attacking me. But on- like you said, I mean, here, but but it's actually not like Tupac and Biggie. It's more, it's more like, uh, you know. It's more like Biggie and the guy down the street because I don't consider myself, I did not consider myself on the level of Well, you, you were like, it, it would be, it would, it would be like, uh, you know. You looked up to Tom in some, in, in some in some sense, and, and and you know it was almost like you're like you look, you know it, it was like growing up. I was in all these yeah. local bands in Orange County in L.A., and then all of a sudden you like you have this kind of like you love their music and you you listen to them and you're like these guys are fucking totally bitching, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get to a point where you're so involved in the scene, you actually meet them and you go. Fuck these guys are dicks. Yeah, like, yeah. like you know That's what I'm exactly saying. Like what it was. You're like you're like you know. I've like, had that experience yeah. too, man. Yeah, and, and and you know, you're growing up. You know, you've been totally involved in the punk rock scene. So it's like, well, I actually met Tom Taylor You ruin yeah. your illusion of these people, and you go, shit, man. They make great music, but they're assholes. Yeah. So it's like you wish you would have never met them. Like I at actually, that point, I had already kind of developed a little bit of a of an opinion about Tom because I'd met him many times. And, uh, but I'd always give him the benefit of the doubt because, well, because he's Tom Taylor. Yeah. You know, but once he started outright attacking me personally and stuff, it, it, it just kind of brought it to a different level. Yeah. And, and you know what, for me, you're, and, and I grew up, I grew up, you know, 
here I was. I was born in 74. I mean, they designed the, the, the you know, I was four or five years old when yeah. these guys were designing, you know, and talking about the Vernonless Coupe. So for me, I've only known, I mean, I knew Tom growing up and he was just this guy. And, and it was like, you know, I mean, my dad and all those guys used to rib Tom because he kind of was, I mean, if you look at his, his, I mean, he's been, he blocked, but by the way, he blocked me. On, oh, he blocked me too. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so weird. All of a sudden I saw him at a car show. I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but I was like, Hey, why'd you block me on Facebook? Well, what's going on? They're like, I don't know. Because so when, petty. when Trump, yeah. when Trump got elected, this dude got quote unquote triggered and it was like, it was like totally just like this crazy. Everything was about Trump. Oh my God, yeah. the world's gonna come to an end. And, and it was just like unhinged. You know, here's a, here's an editor political of, rant. Yeah, editor of Hot Rod Magazine, just full well, on have, having a big uh, political add, bias. There's a reason he got fired from Hot Rod. Well, we can yeah, we can get into yeah. that in a second. But but. I mean, here it is. I, I, I like. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I, I, I like Tom. I, I, I do, and I, I, I totally respect I it. I, hold on. I respect the. Uh, listen, I'm not going to come here and have beers with him. If he wants to come and yeah. talk to us, then he's more than welcome because there's a lot of history there. I mean, some of my greatest memories were in Shazoom, and this is a guy yeah. that came out of his brain, and my dad built it. So, it's just, it's just so weird. Like, um, the guy holds grudges. Like I got, and you know, you know, you know, you're not, yeah. and I got to tell you, I'm not going to mention any names, but you are not the only artist that I know that has got a call or had a run in with this guy. I, I realize that. And and, 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 and you know what it is? It's, it's like this guy has done, he did some historical stuff, dude. He was involved. He was on the cutting edge. And after that, and, and you know how it is. It's like, dude, in the art world, it's like no different than the music world. It's like, well, I got a core progression like that, bro. Yeah. This guy copied my shit. It's like, yeah. dude, you know what? You know what? Come on, man. Like, like, let's be honest with you. Like, Henry Ford came up with the thirty. You know, the he launched the you know the thirty two Ford Roadster. My actually, dad, my dad, and everybody. What's that? Yeah, that was actually Edsel. okay. But what I'm saying is, it was all done. It, there was one one person involved in that, right? Yeah. Right. There's one one time that that mm-hmm. got launched. Everybody's just modified that sense. Yeah. And you know what? I, I I feel like there's a lot of guys that have done some concept cars that, you know what? That's got to be the hardest business to be in because you either get sh- you either get praised or you get shit on. Yeah. Because you don't expect to get shit on by your by your uh, your yeah, peers man. That, that share that same passion though. You know what that comes yeah, down that- to? You know what that comes down to is like, what have you done? What have you done lately? Right. Nothing. I, well, I would love nothing. to see. Well, well, I would love to see Tom do some new stuff. Absolutely, really dude. Well, when you absolutely. get shit on by your peers, and and you know, I, I'm a graphic designer. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a video producer. I, and you know, I've taken some heat uh, and some criticism, but there's a lot of times where I feel like I'm just like, you guys are just hating on me because I'm doing right. Well, the, the, I'm I'm pushing my level. Right. And like, well, hold on. And, and I know Steve doesn't like to toot his own horn, but I'm going to do it for him. Okay. This dude right here has won seven Emmys, which is awesome. Seven <laughs> Emmys, and I remember you tell me the story. I'm like, you kind of, and I, I feel like, you know, and and I'm speaking out of turn. Tell me, but uh, you know, you kind of got burned out on the deal because you know, you you work for corporate America. You won seven Emmys, and it's like he had sales guys tell him anybody can win an Emmy. Yeah, yeah. And you're I, like, no, I didn't no. Win it. 
I didn't, you. I didn't win an Emmy. No, Steve. no, I, I, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, yeah, like, no, like no. you're like, like, hey, I won seven Emmys. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Guess what? Amy can yeah. anybody can win an Emmy, and you got some sales guy in corporate America telling you this. No, 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 Chris, you're telling the the correct story. And I'm, I'm I'm so amazed that you remember me talking to you about that. But the story is kind of out of line. What happened was. Uh, when I first worked at Fox Sports, some salesperson said, oh, anybody can win a bunch of Emmys. And yeah. I was like, all right, all right, then let's see what Game I can on. do. Yeah, yeah. because And I was there six years. I won seven Emmys. And my most proud one was for uh, Outstanding Graphic Designer in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I mean. Which is awesome. That, 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 that shit's not something that you just stumble upon. No. Yeah, and, and you know, and it's. But it's it's also like you you like we talk about like, I mean, I guess it'd be one thing if like dude Tom was tump, uh, cranking out tons of cool stuff and he shit on you and you're right. like God damn I'm not fucking like maybe I'm not good enough like but then you're then you're like wait this dude hasn't done shit for twenty years uh, that's kind of how I look at it. I mean like I, for twenty I, years I actually and he, I feel bad for Tom I, I do too and, I, and I, you know what I like I, 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 I with the most sincerity right. I would really like to see Tom do some new stuff because I, this. He was an influence to everybody that uh, that does what I do. Yeah, right. and, and 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 you know what? Um, I, I'm with you, man. I I really I would like to see him do something. Um, he's he's a good example of what not to become, though. Yeah, no, I I, I hear you. Well, I hear you. He's I, he's a, he's a grudge holding son of a gun, and and he just I don't know. Go ahead, Steve. Please. I'm going to throw something out here. This is a theory I've had for years, uh, and I got these random like theories in my head. But there's a thing I call the Michael Jordan complex. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan was the utmost competitor. Not my favorite basketball player because Kobe Bryant is, but <laughs> Kobe came from that same mentality. Hold on. Kobe. Go Raiders. Yeah. Go. <laughs> go, fuck yeah, go Raiders. Every day. <laughs> go Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you took anything that you thought was like even the a slightest fucking insult, and that just fueled you. Like, like it could be like, hey, your shoes are tight. Well, fuck you, man. Yeah. I, like, or, or it could be your fucking last design was a piece of shit. Whatever that spectrum may be, that little motivational factor is always something that took me to the next level. And that's why oh, yeah. I, I was, I, I think I was very successful in my career in uh, broadcast design. And that's why I've been able to like survive on my own as a freelance designer and just like you've been able to, like, yeah. you know, carve a name for yourself. I'm not resting upon what I did. However, what I did, I, I, I know I did it, you know, but. Yeah, and I'm, you can I'm, do it again. Uh, and I, you can do it again. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it, that's the thing is like when that, that whole deal was going on online, it was, I got to tell you, it was fucking entertaining for me. Like it, was it was so <laughs> entertaining for me. Because I remember like at the time, I think you were doing the cutout of the Boydster. And, yeah. and I was like. Dude, what's going on like here? This is like, dude, this guy was like, this guy was photoshopping. Uh, he had, he took a picture of himself like hugging this like picture frame, and he photoshopped in the picture frame Tom Taylor, and like oh. it was just like this. And, and like, did you look, did I, you invent troll trolling? But he, I was being trolled. No, the, no, <laughs> you were, you were, and, and you know what the thing was? I was just like, why does this? Why does? Wait, hold on a second here. Like I'm sitting here going, wait, what did? Jeff, it, dude, it's to like being piss attacked Tom by God or something. What are you gonna do? And, <laughs> you, and know? you know what? And listen, the, the the last and you know what? Here, here's like rule number one of social media: 
Never get into uh, an argument about religion or politics no. online, right? You shouldn't do that. That's rule number one. And, uh-huh. and, and, and I've broken rule number one too many times because Tom Taylor has got to be the only, like, I got to say it, in, in, in our hot rod car world, he's got to be the only, like, staunch liberal, if whatever that means these days. Like, at the time, we're going 2016. Yeah. What, when, when, I, yeah. I've always considered myself pretty liberal, but the modern liberals are something No, else. it's different. It's but I, different. I guess, I guess, I guess just, just this whole Trump thing, it was just like, he got sucked into this, just, yeah. in just the social media, just vortex of just yeah, like, well, Trump well, memes. Well, like, well, the Trump thing has just been a divisive thing. And yeah. I think we'll just oh. leave it at that. We'll oh, just, no, 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 we'll for sure. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is, is, what I'm getting at is, you better, you better, you, 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 you no, no, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that all, don't be all political, man. No, 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 I'm not getting political, but I have to paint this background because, because in the hot rod world, the way I see it is not all well, hold on how long I want to say this not all hot rodders are Trump supporters well, but 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 most hot rodders don't give a shit and you know what they're not they're more right leaning than than left and t- Tom all of a sudden Tom's this hard leaning left guy coming out of these hot rod guys with anti Trump yeah, shit you, you got, and people are like whoa rod, whoa that's, whoa that's the problem is you got this hot rod guy well, who is like you know who has a platform to, to be heard, yeah. and all of a sudden he just is attacking anybody that isn't completely like extreme left. Well, dude, well, yeah, I mean it's it, it's crazy. Well, it's you crazy. you know what it is. You, this is this is what it is. Is is, is here is a guy who's a, a hot rod designer, right? He's got some really notable builds under his belt, and all of a sudden, like people are like. Watching him online, he's he's a he's an editor at Hot Rod. It's sad because it was like watching somebody self destruct. Well, dude, yeah, yeah, and he's an editor at Hot Rod Magazine, dude. I mean, think about it. So, Jeff and, and, as, and as, Hot Rod Magazine is probably still the biggest publication. It's the oldest. It's the most respected. Yeah, exactly right, right. for sure. It, it, it's 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 really the only one that's the survived. Match. The it's match. A, it's, it's yeah. one that's survived in the top of the it's pile. It's the first, so, and so, it will be the so last. So here 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 it is. He's an editor. So people. Like here's the situation. So is people people don't see the difference between your personal life mm-hmm. and your uh you know your 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 editor you know they, they don't know the difference between the editor of Hot Rod magazine or Tom Taylor the guy that hates fucking Trump. Um so when all your online commentary is Trump is this, Trump is that, Trump is this, no one gives a shit. People go, yeah. Tom, what do you think about this new goddamn fucking Dodge Demon that just yeah. came out? Yeah. That Mike Curtis is doing burnouts over here in well, Oregon. But you know what I'm in saying? In the like, same sense, though, just to, just to make that clear, he was taking that too far, too, because he was a, like that coupe we were talking about. You know? Oh, yeah. He was outright attacking the design of that. And as the editor of Power Magazine, you, you can't – you got to be a little bit – Middle ground. Yeah. I, I yeah. get it, and you know what? I, yeah. I don't. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. Uh, attack it after you know hey, a look, month later. I got. I got to tell you guys, man. We're we're spiraling into negative. No, we're thing. not. No, we're no, not. No, Hold no, on but, a second. But, no, no. But as a you know, I just want you guys. We got about ten more minutes in this podcast. Let's fucking bring this home. Yeah. Man. No. So what, what I want to. Hey, no, yeah. no, no. And, 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 and you know what? That's fine. But what I'm getting at is, you know what? I don't have a problem with calling shit out online. Yeah. If someone's hot rod design sucks ass, call it out, but own it. And you know what? Like the thing of it is, is 
but don't let it be just a chicken shit grudge. Yeah. Like, because I heard some deal that someone else just started designing that, or he, Tom was part of that project, or there was some other designer, and that's really what it comes from. So it's not a genuine, like, no, that's a shitty design. Yeah. It's more of about the backstory of, like, oh, well, there's some guy named Jeff Allison that designed that that I don't like, so I'm going to talk shit on that car. I think that, that's, you know. My thought on that is that. There's a lot of projects that, you know, you, you work in, you've worked around shops. So if there's a lot of projects that float around from shop to shop, you know, there, they get started here, there they, get, are. they go here, then they end up here. And, you know, there's the ones, you do what you can to, to save projects that already been started. And if, if you don't, if you're not part of it from the beginning or part of it at the end, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You no. Know? And, there's, and, there's the certain projects that you have your passion in that you, you know, that you, you're from there from the beginning to the end and there's the other ones that are just like yeah that was that was cool i worked on that for a little bit whatever well and speaking of is there anything yeah. currently that you're that's going on that you can talk about fucker i was about to ask the same question no, well, nice. no steve hey, that's hey, why I, hey steve i, I, I want to steve. talk a little bit too man no hey steve <laughs> plus you me. have you have a nice voice I, 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 he does I, he's got that radio <laughs> voice All right, so what are you saying about my voice jeff what, what? it's okay but <laughs> i don't know i'm not i know this fucking guy it's, a, it's voice it's, for it's not an emmy award but voice i can tell oh. you that <laughs> seven times seven times one for every day of the week yeah right exactly now i mean are you is there anything you can talk about that you're working on right now or there's actually there's a couple of projects i'm working on um there's a well of course all the stuff you don't have to be too specific because this, uh-huh. you know like, there's actually one i'm working on i'm really excited about and now i've got a bunch of cool stuff going on with with jimmy over at shine speed shop yeah of course and stuff that's you know, my main gig and stuff, but I've got this other project I'm working on, which is a, an XK Jag. And I'm working on that nice. with, I don't, I don't know if, do you know Rob Ida? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm working on that with Rob. No way. Yeah. He's going to build it. It's for a friend of mine, the same one that we, that, uh, dude. Marcy who did the, uh, I like that dude. With. I like, you know what? That guy's um, taste level is like up here. Dude, him and the Tucker thing. I like, love watching that uh-huh. deal. We got hosed on that, on that concept Tucker. Oh, if you guys are still uh, listening, the freighted, uh-oh. Freight it. Freight it. Hold on. Cheers. 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 Freight it. 830. Cheers. There, there Cheers. we go. Oh, nice sound effects. I like that. That's, <laughs> it's part of the experience yeah, here. So the, was the, that the, the, the torpedo? The headquarters. The torpedo concept, yeah. Okay, so, and you know what? I, I appreciate it that Rob is one of these guys that's, it's, when he puts stuff on social media, it's it's about the project. It's yeah. about the cool stuff that's going on, the pro, the progress and the uh, uh, regress, I guess you yeah. call it, like especially of this well, project. Rob's is just a super cool guy. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I, I don't. I gotta say that I don't know if I. I don't. Know, I, I mean, I've only interacted him on the phone mm-hmm. and email and, and through through social media. I don't know if I've ever met him. Well, in person. I, I've been doing stuff, a little bit of stuff with Rob for probably ten years. Yeah, uh, maybe not quite that long. Uh, I did like a t-shirt design for him years ago of, of his dad's. Uh, his dad has that uh, Austin Healy Gasser. Yes. Which is badass. Yeah, yeah. That thing's pretty cool. Yeah. So I, di- I did a shirt for that. And uh, we've kind of, you know, just been in the same circle and stuff. But more recently, uh, I did this design for Mar- my friend Marcy, who she's actually one of the owners of Hop Up Magazine. And that's when I did the, uh, the Fastback Riviera we were talking about. Right. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this, so we're working on this XKE Jag now, and the Jag is kind of like a Riviera in the same sense that 
you know, it's one of those cars you don't really redesign. Yeah. You know, so when you tell people you're going to do this custom Jag, they're like, yeah, that's going to be gross. Well, I put together this design and stuff, and she started showing it around. Well, Rob saw it, and he was actually working on Jags. In fact, Foose is working on a Jag right now. I don't know, I don't know if you've seen that really? one. No, I haven't seen it yet. It's, it's interesting. I mean, I, I love Foose's design stuff, but I, it looks a little too Corvette-ish for me. So, anyway, this Jag we're working on is... It's just completely different. It's just badass. Nice. Yeah. What year is it? It well, it's actually it's going to look. It's not going to be any particular year. Okay. We're starting with a '69 two plus two, which is kind of a bastard Jag that nobody wants because it's yeah. a four passenger Jag. But we're going to shorten it. Nobody wants a bastard Jag. Nobody wants bastard Jag. <laughs> so we're going to shorten it up and uh, and chop it up and stuff. And I mean, it's kind of the best way to describe it is. The idea comes from what if the Germans would have won World War II and started and actually influenced British wow. auto design. <laughs> so like that, uh, that's kind of cool though. Yeah, it's man, interesting. Man in the High Castle. Uh, yeah, kind of. Because, because <laughs> I mean, British Man in the High Castle yeah. hot rod. Yeah, right. <laughs> British, British cars have a notoriously like quirky, skinny, fragile, kind of rounded, like like yeah, more like you know, beveled, they're, they're kind of like, they're, they're, body like a very British quirkiness. To to uh, British cars. Yeah. And this is like, what if the Germans kind of gave their really take on it? So it's much, a little more streamlined, very That's cool. militant, you know, kind of industrial looking. Wow. What do you think time frame is on something like that to, for us to see? Um, we're hoping, actually, she just bought the car. Uh, we've been talking, so, I don't know, Rob works pretty quick, so year and a half maybe. Nice. So, yeah, I've actually, I, I've also, what we're doing, with Jimmy, we're doing six cars at the, uh, at Grand National. Wow. And then a Woody I designed up in Washington's coming down for that too. Dude, so, um, okay, so he's going to have six cars at Grand National? Six cars at Grand National, wow. which is pretty amazing. Yeah, we're going to try to do, I mean, uh, we have a thought about doing a car show companion deal uh, at, the, at the Grand National. Oh my God. Is it just, let don't, it, don't tip your hat, Let man. his sexy voice talk. Yeah, I know. Don't, sexy, don't, don't, sexy boy. Don't tip your hat, no, bro. So, no, we want to... I mean, our deal is we want to take this podcast to a car show. Oh, yeah. Kind of kind of like bridge that gap. I was just at SEMA. There was lots... Of, we, I, I did... Because oh, at SEMA, SEMA I, was, uh, I was... The truck show. SEMA truck show? But by the, well, time, by the time we get to SEMA next year, uh-huh. we're going to be dialed the fuck. Oh, See, that'd be good. Dude, we're going to... Oh, you're going to want to be on the SEMA podcast. See, I, I, did the, I did all that this year, but I was basically like Jimmy's, uh, hey, this her, will, his internet boyfriend. This, this Just taking pictures of him, making sure he looked good. This stuff. awesome <laughs> podcast room has been uh, you know, designed and developed in the last, what, what three months? Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is just a, a microcosm of what we're about to yeah. accomplish here with the Hot Rods My Boy podcast. Right. It, it's just going to go to exponential levels. Well, and, see, and, I'm all about supporting this, dude. Jeff, we're we're so stoked to have you on t- the show tonight. No, well, and just just to say, like you know, I didn't put I didn't put your dad in there as one of the you know one of the uh, the influences, but that's just kind of a given. Yeah, you know, any, no, anybody I, my age, of course, of course, Boyd influenced them. No, and and you know, I appreciate it. And you know, what? and that's kind of that's kind of like like that's why we're doing this podcast because yeah. I want to. I want to talk to a wide range of people. And you know what? Listen, the joke here is, and you know, obviously Steve's not the car guy. Yeah. And, and, and I grew up in this deal, but I got to tell you, man, for how much I grew Wait, up in this. But Steve, Steve knows how much influence his dad had, right? Uh, absolutely, yeah. man. I, I've been doing my homework, and uh, uh, 
Yeah, you talk. You talk about like we were talking about Shazoom earlier. Yeah, you know, and, and that's. Let, let's see. Like I mean, you know, I got to tell ago. you. Let, let me yeah. let me just be honest, man. I I met Chris not even a year ago, uh-huh. and my wife introduced me to him on some random fucking Facebook. Was that on like like Pounder? <laughs> Fiverr. I don't know. I don't know what Pounder is, but it, it was Fiverr. It Chris, sounds. Chris, it Chris gives out no. cheap services. No, you know what it was. I was looking for a video guy because I was like, I, I, "We're in a local Orange. Are you on Orange Talk?" On no, Facebook? what's that? That sounds good, dude. You got to get on Orange Talk. It's like the unedited version of the Orange Buzz. Oh, okay. right on Facebook, right? So. It, so basically, I just was like, "Hey, look, I need somebody that can do video editing. That's a video guy. That's not doesn't get all butt hurt, and, and he's not artistic fucking ego guy." All of a sudden, his wife's like, "Hey, there's a name that came to mind, but I'm not gonna say it." Oh, so she's like, hey. I, I, "I think I know the name too." So she's like, "Hey," his wife's like, "Steve Guerrero, I got the guy." Blah blah blah. And then, dude, like the next week, he was here uh-huh. in a few days. And- well, no, 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 no. You you were like. Uh, my wife says something like, "Oh, he's like a, a award winner. Like, I don't know if uh, I could afford you." I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to. You know, I throw this yeah. out there, but he's a seven Emmy award winning guy. Well, that I don't sounds know. expensive, dude. I said that. I said I don't know if I can afford an Emmy award winning guy. Right? Wait, yeah. you, wait. Are you living the same illusion all of us live? What's, What's that? that? That it, you seem like you like you're somebody, but you're really just oh whatever. I don't give a fuck who I am. I, <laughs> well, dude, I, hey, we're all in the same world because, yeah. like, you know, people like my my last name is way bigger than my budget here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, dude, like it's I do I I created this podcast to talk to people like you, just like we talk on the phone when uh-huh. when, when you're doing business, yeah. and it's just like, dude, just banter. Uh, listen, yeah, I, I know more a little bit more about cars than this guy right here. And it's like, you know, I grew up in this business, but I want to learn more. He was liking that demon, though. I could see he liked that demon. Dude, <laughs> loved the demon, dude. Who doesn't dude, like that okay. demon? So, so I wanted to buy a charge, uh, uh, not not charge, a Dodge uh, Magnum back in the day. Uh-huh. Like when I first got married with That's kids. a long roof. Yeah. But hey, it, those are good. Those yeah. are hey. They only made those what? How many years do they make those things? Only a few Not years. Many, yeah. Three, three yeah, years. Yeah, they just continued after. So, like, dude, like four if, or five you, years. if you find those things right now in a good condition, they're worth some money. Did right. they put Hemi's in those? They yeah. did. They yeah. had an SRT eight okay. version. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna pretend like I know what they're talking about. Yeah, Hemi Wait, man. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, uh, wait, so you're familiar hey, with Joe Dirt. No, no, wait, 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 long, long, hey, long story short, the, the reason that I'm fucking even here on this podcast is because my wife yeah. figured it out and I pr- did some promotions for Chris, what, back in March? It's yeah, been fe- like, February, March uh, of this year. So okay. that, that's. Well, no, you know what it was when, when he met her. She, okay. So I, my daily is a 95 short bed. Chevy, she had a lowered uh, Chevy, eighty-eight, ninety-eight body, yeah. and and that's your wife. Yeah, yeah. Your wife has a lowered. And you no, know she, she, about no she had one. She oh. had one when they met. Yeah, like so, she's cool. I, mean, I don't know about she. Let me drive it. Like, and, and where's like, she it at? Have, Steve's cool because he's married at home to her. With my three kids, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, Steve's cool because he's married to her. That's <laughs> the whole deal. No, and she had fluorescent lights, and like it was like a white. Oh, big I didn't hear about this part. Bottom, on, like oh, it, wait, it's big bottom. <laughs> well, well, my, <laughs> are, we ta- are we are we having the same conversation? It, <laughs> we're talking about the truck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It, it just was so lowered, and I was like, "Man, I'm dating a chick from OC because I'm from South Bay. I'm from Redondo Beach, uh-huh. and like, 
And I was like, man, I'm dating a chick from the OC. So, oh, man, it just made her so much more sexy to me. But that this was after the first time that this was, this was down the line. You know what I mean? Like, we met at Club Rubber, if you guys can remember that. I don't know what that okay, is. Okay, so, 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 yeah. So, what, what the hell is Club Rubber? Okay, okay, so check, <laughs> check this out. Okay, so Jeff, you didn't come to uh, the OC I, area until when? I've only been down here for like four years. Okay, so, oh, okay. So yeah. Club Rubber was about 10, 15 years ago, and it was basically um, – a spot in Orange County at the at the, at the uh, uh, what used to be called the Galaxy. So let's the, not get it was at the Galaxy. Now now it's it called the a, Observatory. It was just like a date, nightclub, dance club, mm-hmm. and a club it rubber. Because I think like it was a like a, fe, a, a fetish oh. club. Was it a fetish club? Like, no, 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 no. Wait, no, have no, you no. had a ball gag in your mouth? No. Oh. <laughs> it sounds. No, like I've it, though. done a lot of ecstasy though. <laughs> It was the most amazing club, and every it was every two weeks, and every other every time it happened, it was a different theme. So it was GI Joe rubber, Naughty Nurses rubber, you know, uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. It rubber. sounds it sounds good. I gotta yeah. admit, <laughs> it was amazing, and my wife was dressed, and she has a lowered. Stanley Clad. Oh, dude, short bed Chevy, dude. I didn't come know this. Come on. So, but I didn't meet. I didn't know this until after. But the first time we met, good thing uh, it I wasn't was, a stick because he wouldn't have been able to drive home, dude. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> dude, come on, see, oh, man, I didn't think we were gonna get a episode. Hey, sounds good. Hey, stay tuned for episode five or six. Because Why aren't you interviewing your wife? <laughs> you know what? Ne- next time, next time, uh, your mom's on the episode, like. Miriam should be on here. We'll get our we'll get the wives and moms episode going on. We're gonna what's, blow what's up. Your, what's your mom's name? Diane. Diane. Okay. Diana. I, I don't want to say something because I'm well because I'm Facebook friends with Joe. So yeah, that's my stepmom. Stepmom. Okay. Yeah, that's my thought. Well, nice. well, anyways, I I think we're getting squirrely. We'll I, talk I, about that I, later. I think we we we're we're no, ready to wrap what? it up. No, this has been a good night, man. All right. I think well, Jeff, you know what, Jeff? Uh, I think here, we here's Jeff here, back on here. No, and you know what? I want to have all the local Orange guys back on because, you know what, you guys, it, I really like the hot rod culture that's 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 here in Orange. We're well, trying, fuck, I, I, because, I'm, you know what, it's... There I, could, be, I uh, could bring Jimmy over. If you, I'm, I'm sure I could convince Jimmy if you want Jimmy. Oh, let's get Jimmy over, dude. Right. He'll come over. Because so, Jimmy's, Jimmy's way more polished at talking on the radio than I am. Oh, I'm sure. And better than both of us and Absolutely. all three of us combined. He, uh, watching him talk to people was amazing. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have your voice. Yeah, he dude. can, like, jokes and, like, he's, like, boom, boom, boom. He's no, like, he's good so at it. Ice to well, and you, and, and you know what? Um... And, and that's what we want out of this podcast. What we want out of this podcast is we want good conversation. We mm-hmm. we want we, we want to talk about the stuff that, you know what that that, I mean I don't know man. It, it's just like this. We live in this every day. We live in this every day. We're we, lucky. We we, we 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 are lucky, and we live in it every day. And it's, I want to take a pause to kind of like maybe sit back and talk mm-hmm. about this. And you know you talk about the influences, and we talk about the. Just where you come from, and, and you know what, and, and you know what, Jeff, you, you know what, you do some cool shit, and you're like, you're fucking one of these guys that's just like, I remember like when, when we talk about the Boyster, like the the Boyster uh, pop out. I mean, I remember sending you the information, 
And like, I'm like, this is what I want. And then like the next morning, I'm like, I got this, I got this, I got this fucking email. I get this email from this guy, and it's like, I'm like, dude, dude, what's going on here, dude? This guy's like, dude, he had a prototype. You had a ninety percent done. That was pretty close. Prototype yeah. done by the next. Because I was excited about it. No, uh, and, and you and you know what? This guy, I gotta tell you, there's 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 guys that I I, I respect, and I appreciate, and like I gotta tell you. You, Eric Brockmeyer, and there's got both you guys are workhorses, and but you're not just like churning out crap. You guys are Thank like you. you guys are the salt, the most. You, solid you guys, guys are like, dude. You got you guys are churning out relevant stuff. You you know, uh, I mean, I worked with Eric for years, and and you, I've watched you for for a long time, and it's like. Because there's so many flaky son of a bitches that I deal there with. There's a lot of flaky. There's people. a lot of flaky dudes. Uh, well, that's just that's artists by nature. Oh, no, it, it, is. Are, it is. All but artists it is. are flaky. But, but all three of us are small business yeah. owners. No, and, in and, our and own this sense. guy, he's he's not flaky at all. Like 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 I'm talking about Steve. I'm, uh-huh. point, I'm pointing people well, that can't see. Because he's Emmy award winning. Well. You know, he doesn't... You know, I throw that in his face. He doesn't throw that, throw that in my face. Hey, I, I'm an Emmy Award winner, but I fucking was the one that vacuumed his fucking floors today. And that's that's the that's the difference you right there. You know what? Yeah. Where are you going to do that? Where are you going to get that? Am I lying? Am I lying? No, you did. You did. You that's did. the thing. Is there's, there's, and, you mi- and, and, and Steve, people, you, uh, you people missed a spot. Let their, they, <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people, they let their, you know... Their fame or their their whatever get in the way, and then they think they're above doing stuff. And no, and and, that, and, and, that's and you know that's why I asked you earlier. It. I asked him earlier about like because you know because listen, um, when I first met Chip Foose, the guy was to me. I mean, I was I was I don't know what was I. Teen- I think Chip's a, a good example of how to be teenager. I yeah. was a teenager when I met him, mm-hmm. and when I met him. He was pitching T-shirt designs to my dad. Yeah. Okay. To me, I didn't know shit. I'm a kid. Here's a T-shirt designer, right? So your first impression of the guy is a T-shirt designer. Yeah. And then my dad hires him. He's a now he's doing clay models, and I'm like, whoa, you know, I'm like watching this, and I'm like, yeah. then I'm hearing he went to Art Center, and I'm like, oh, Art Center. Oh, I hear Tom Taylor went to Art Center, and I'm like, okay. So, I guess what I'm getting at is like, look, is you get to a point where your ego is like, nope, I don't do fucking t-shirt designs anymore. I don't do that anymore. Eh, you know, don't forget where you came from because you know, what, 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 by, by, by nature you're a designer. Yeah. So you know what? So it's like if I'm designing, I'm, that's you're designing, and designing. you and you know what the thing is, the thing of it is, it's like if I ask you for a t-shirt design, it's not like you're like. Oh well, I gotta dedicate the next month of my life to teach. No, no, you should be able to knock that out in a few hours. Are you ordering a T-shirt designer right now? So what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, is, Jeff, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's Jeff, what it hey, sounds hey, like are, to are me. We, what are so, you fighting for <laughs> for your account? Or? So Jeff, uh, what, what Jeff? Because I actually, can have that for you tomorrow. <laughs> well, oh, I can, I can do it right now while we're talking about. Hey, no, but that's what I'm getting at. So, like I said, when I met when I met Chip, I'm like, this guy's a T-shirt designer. No, you know what? That's what he did at that moment yeah. because because he was getting his foot in the door. Yeah. And and you know what? You do that and you still do that. You're gonna you're gonna do that. Hey, guess what? Yeah. 
Chip still designs T-shirts. Yeah, right. He does. Right. Oh yeah. And, and they're they're badass T-shirts. Yeah. Ch- Chip's one of the. He's he is one of the, if not maybe the greatest that I've. I mean, like years ago, I met Chip when he was like in his like the height, you know, the height yeah. of his popularity. And I had like you know I was I was at like some show and I had my book of you know my bullshit, my bullshit, and I'm like. You know, showed it to him and, and we sat down and he's like looking at all my stuff and he's like that's fucking badass you know he's like oh that's a bitching idea and stuff because I had all this crate you know I'm, my stuff I, I'm crate I, I think you know a lot of my ideas they're not norm they're not the the yeah. average stuff that you see you know and he, me and him are sitting there and there's like, like this mob of people that want to uh, uh, you know talk to him and want his autograph and stuff and he's like no I'm talking to this dude you know and I've seen him at so many different shows. I love the way he, you know, he'll bring like vets up and, and, you know, people like kids and stuff before, you know, he'll sign all their stuff before he signs the stuff for, you know, collectors and stuff yeah. like that. He's just, he's just the genuine deal. Oh, for sure. And, and I look at somebody like him as like, that's who I want to be as no. opposed to not to come back to Tom, but I don't want to be like Tom. Yeah. And, and you know what? I mean, um, when when young artists come to me and they want to know like what I use, how I do what I do, what my inspiration is and stuff, I tell them, you know, I, I always give them advice and, and like, hey, try this, you know, here's like I, I use these, you know, Sharpie paint pen, try that shit, it'll save your time. Well, because you know what it is, it's it's also a respect for the art. Yeah, it's it's re- it, you know it, it's like you gotta you gotta put your goddamn ego aside. Yeah, and you you, ha- you have to say like, listen. And because here's a situation, like even even when me desi- I'm designing wheels, okay. I could design the most wild, crazy wheel, but guess no one's gonna buy it. I I live in a, a five spoke world, and I live in a kidney bean shaped world, and I live in this. So it's like I'm never gonna say like which is a good world I'm, to live in. Well, it is, and <laughs> but I'm never I'm never gonna design like a kidney shape, a kidney bean shaped wheel world. And and never go. Someone goes. That looks like a Halibrand animal. Who? Yeah. No, like like. Yeah. I, I I hate that shit about people that go. Well, that looks like this, and and you know it. That's where you got your inspiration. Yeah. And then they go. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, you know what? Come on, man. It's it's. You just... gotta pay homage to the to what came before. Right. Exactly. Like I go back to the thirty-two Ford Roadster, right? Everybody, even even the Boitzer that my dad and Chip redesigned and kind of changed the game on that deal. Guess what? They just restyled the thirty two Roadster. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be like discounting what they did, but but you know what I'm saying. It's like yeah, it's like that's why I'm saying like the concept car guys. It sucks because for those guys, because it's either you hit a home run or you're a goddamn loser. Yeah. Right. Because those guys it's, put it it's, out there. Those guys put it out there going, I come up with something new. Is it a new. stingray or is it a pacer? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly, dude. So I don't know, man. But you know what? I appreciate it. Hey, thank you for coming out today. Yeah. This now, has this been. Is, this, this, I, 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 like I said, man, at the beginning of the podcast, Jeff, uh, I was so looking forward to talking to you, man. You. You're an inspiration, and I, I really want to have you back on this podcast. Yeah, dude. You know, you know what? I want to have all the orange locals back on this Absolutely. thing because you know what? We're all part of a little circle here, and you know what? How about this? 
Next time, bring Jimmy on. I want you and Jimmy sitting here. We got enough mics. We'll handle this. Yeah, I I will. Because actually, because Jimmy not, I mean, it's kind of my job right now to, to, to promote Jimmy. But Jimmy is a super fascinating guy. No, he yeah. he is. He's a great guy, and I, I, I you know. Well, I'll, uh, I'll tell I, you this. this: this will get your fascination. Jimmy said that he, he told me uh, this a couple weeks ago that he was almost on uh, what is it? Nine, not nine hundred two and zero, but um, what's the other one? <laughs> nine hundred two and zero. Yeah, That's you, a good one. Yeah, dude. You remember Melrose Place? Melrose Place. He was almost what? on Mel- Melrose, Melrose Place. Place. Sorry, yeah. I didn't say the speaker. But. It is. That's he was almost on Melrose Place. He he auditioned for Melrose Place. He, like I look I've seen all these pictures. Wait, he of, could have been hooking up with Heather Lockler? Yeah, exactly. I'm like What? We could have known all about like what's Dylan doing and you <laughs> <Yeah>. know <laughs> No Dylan no see Fuck Dylan's Dylan. 90210 yeah. dude. Shit. God you're getting a <laughs> Melrose Place was different. They were this older. is what you learn at the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. Uh-huh. Is how Chris is uh, fucking very astute. In yeah, I've, I've learned the a difference ton. between hey, Melrose since, Place. Since and all right, uh, so hey, what we're gonna do? We're, we're gonna wind this down. We're gonna yeah. have a beer at the Peach Pit, and yes. uh, we'll oh. be out. <laughs> Dude, they have the Peach IPA right now on tap. I'm not drinking that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's drinking. It's, belt. It's, this it's guy's a peach bottom straight, pie. Straight European beer. Right I brought now. Stella. Till Artois. Uh, All right. Well, uh, well, we're done. Thank are we you. Done? We're done. Are Thank we you done? Right, we'll me. see you again. With we'll bring you, uh, you and Jimmy come out. That right. sounds good. Right, hey so guys, thank Jeff you, Jeff Allison. For... So Jeff, if people want to find you, where do they find you? Allison Design or wait, no, JeffAllisonDesign.com or AlmostCool.com. Almost cool. Yeah. Not, Jeff Ellison not quite Design. cool. I, I keep trying, but AlmostCool.com. No. Almost cool. <laughs> Man, right. Jeff Ellison, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the podcast. On my, on behalf of my man, our host mm-hmm. Chris Coddington, mm-hmm. this has been a great podcast. Thank, thank you, you guys. guys for listening. Thank you. Chris Dubiz drinking. Good night. Uh huh. <laughs> and we're done.